Warning, this supplemental contains adult language, mature situations, sell a cow cell members, erased memories, public nudity, superpowered cell phones, 10 billion yen, and Jewish, your concierge. Listener discretion is advised. Another supplemental episode brought to you by www.spirekin.com. Some podcasts and vain reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zanz, and konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? I'm Baz, and what he said. Yep, we're back for another <laughs> fun-filled episode, and remember you can check out every earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin at gmail.com or me at zanspirekin.com. Anyway, so this is our seventh entry in our Spell Spirekin before we start the Spirekin Anime Review podcast, and we have reached what letter? <gasps> e. Yes, we've reached E, and compared to all the other animes we have watched, this one is very different. Yeah, I mean, it kind of surprised me. It's got an interesting effect, but it's kind of like a mellow-based style anime. Well, it starts. it's starting mellow, and it's, it hasn't... Got the momentum yet. It's building to something. It is. It seems like it is building to something. I mean, I caught the first two episodes, obviously. And yeah, like, we, we did this again where instead of watching one episode, we watched two because this one, you needed it. Yeah, because uh, it didn't... The first one was kind of like, okay, you got me interested, and then you left me hanging. The second one kind of still leaves you hanging, but it does capture you a little bit more. And it leaves so. a little... answers a little more, but you still have a lot of questions on what's going on and where it is. And... Unlike the other ones, what would you say compared to all the other ones we talked about? Where would this be? What type of show would you say this is? It's weird. I want to say kind of cross between dramatic and sci-fi because of the technology as far as that phone. That phone kicks ass. Hmm. That phone is... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 I don't know. I mean, the phone is awesome. I would put this as a psychological conspiracy mystery, but... Kind of like it goes with... Uh, like he said, like a born, like a born yes. kind of situation. But the other thing, the thing which is the major influence of these first two episodes, and I think it's a big impact of the show, is it's a romance. Yeah, I mean, you can start to sense it. It's about okay, the usual. I'm a girl. I'm trying to find my prince charming and all that stuff. Enter a guy who shows up naked in Washington D.C. holding a gun and a cell phone, saying, "Hey guys, I'm over here. Well, check it out." Picture that you wake up with no memory in front of the White House. With a cell phone in your right hand and a 
or in your left hand and a pistol in your left. What would you do at that point? You'd be like, laugh my ass off for starters because there was two cops in front of the White House. A guy is standing there naked with a gun. Well, first he don't. He's like, damn, it's cold. It's like, well, it was cold. It's Washington D.C. You know, there's a lot of cold-blooded things out there. But you're just standing there, gun in hand, another gun in another hand. No, we only had the one gun in the south. Oh, that's right. They blotted that out in white. Oh, yes. The yes, big... it was funny, but we understand and respect why they did that. But the sense of to help distract the cops from the girl who initially was trying to, I think, I want to say she was trying to make a wish for something better. So she was throwing change into the White House. Or trying to get it to the fountain of the, the fountain White House. The fountain to the White House. Yeah, now, if anybody knows in real life, anything thrown into the White House lawn is punishable by being arrested. Because that's considered somewhat of a terrorist attack. Well, he threw a gun into the White House. And didn't get caught! That's the funny part. The cops come, they see her throwing a penny into the freaking yard. Hey, what are you doing over there? You're going to go to jail. Guy comes up with a gun naked. Hey, I'm naked! Go get him! Truck passes by, he's gone. Hey, go get him, he's by the truck! Does anybody ever think to check the overpass? No. Walks up to the girl, talks to her, it's like, yeah, you know, whatever kind of deal. Throws the gun into the freaking water and walks away. Seriously? Where is the security in that? I like the fact that he doesn't care. It's, it's I don't care. Like he can't remember to care. But yeah, I like that he literally is a clean slate and he, he knows basic knowledge, but he doesn't remember anything about so he has no modesty, no no hang ups, no nothing. No clothes either. Well he gets so, clothes. Yeah, it's generously the young lady yeah. decides to to give him her jacket, her hat, her scarf, and that's basically it. And that's just, all she you know, can give. Up, yeah, that's all she can give because, you know, at least the cover up. So it was a long coat. So the guy wasn't really that much naked anymore. But boy, it was just funny watching him run down the street because it was like, okay, you're supposed to be a guy and you're running like a pansy. Well, first, if well, I was wearing that outfit, yes. Well, he was also freezing his ass off. That is true. First I gotta off, give him the coat. Now, here's the question, though. Before we, because I know we haven't even said the title of the series, but before that, what the hell did he trade to that guy to get his pants? I'm really curious. Are you, do you say I was going to give you a blowjob at the. the well, Indeed. if that was a blowjob, it was a very fast blowjob. But uh, that is a good question. It's just like maybe he told them his story. It's like, hey, listen, I got robbed, and you know, but nah, you, we're talking Washington D.C. They they want to give him his pants. He's like, fuck you, take your. He wants to give him something good, but it wasn't sexual in the window because a girl even. Well, all right. So the show we're talking about is Higashi no Eden, or as we know it over here, Eden of the East. It's directed by uh, Kenji Kamamiya by Production IG, also released over here by Funimation. It's 11 episodes long, plus two movies, plus a novel, and supposedly there's, uh, I think there's a video game, maybe, no? Okay, this came out in 2009, it's still coming out, and it's pretty relevant because it has a lot of references to present-day terrorism and other things, and it works really well. Yeah, I like the fact that the character himself, uh, and, oh, can we say his name now? Well, at this point, uh, our main character's name, what he thinks his name is, is Takizawa Akira. Yes. He's a movie buff. We know he's he, a... he can remember movies left and right. He can remember scenes left and right. What's your name? I don't know. Well, he doesn't remember his name. He doesn't know what he is. And he also doesn't remember what the fuck is going on. But more importantly that, we find out about the cell phone. Because he calls us. The cell phone calls it back and says, Hey, you, you erased your memory. My name is Jewish. I am your personal concierge. Uh, I get to say some cheery stuff now. Okay. Now, last time we did a little bit of a review, I bashed the hell out of an anime, but completely raved about the gun. This show, I can actually say, I like, and I love the phone. That works beautifully. That's what we need. Good storyline, good technology. 
I'm a happy camper. And Ju- and Juice is so nice. She doesn't care. She's like, this is Juice. Number nine, you have entered the operating range of the Celicel system. Please resume fulfilling your obligations as one of the halves immediately. But she's so cheery and so nice. And pretty much what Juice tells Akira is that he is a Celicel. Now, what is a Celicel? That's spoilers, but he's number nine. And she is his concierge who will help him with anything that he asks for, no matter what. And he has a certain amount of money to help him out in his goal of saving the world. Now, how much is that money? 8.2 billion yen. In digital money. Now, that's a decent amount of money. That's a shitload of more money than I got. That would, and he has to spend it all by a certain amount of time. Hey, it's Brewster's Millions with Japanese people. Yeah, but then the, as a small spoiler for later on, the deal is if you don't spend it by the time it's over, well, then... You're screwed. Yeah. You're good at that. And so we have number nine is Akira. He doesn't remember anything. We know he erased his memory. He did some other things. Which we know because number four has been checking him out, and number four is very corrupt. He's a corrupt cop mm. who he's used most of his money, and the first time we see him using his phone, what does he do? Because you, you think, of the co- okay, the cop's just doing his normal everyday job, and, you know, he's just looking to see who this kid is. Turns out he owes the mob money. Yeah. And so the mob's going to hustle him. He said, look, if you don't want to do it, we'll come to your job in this. And uh, what does he tell Juice? Oh, kill two. And next thing you know, he just does what uh, what was... Well, finger well, guns. The finger guns, right? But it was like an homage to a, it was like a, to a reference to something. But anyway, so he kills the two guys, and a witness he kills him too. Yeah, poor witness. But still, I mean, the power to have Julius, and also like the. Now my question is: Is Julius computer, or is she human? They leave that one as a hell of a good twist in the. Well, there's a lot of questions like: What is the deal? What is their mission? What are they doing? Why did Akira erase his memories? Now, on the other hand, we have our main female protagonist, also arguably the main character, Saki Morimi. And she's, well, young Naive. But she's had, you know, she lives with her sister. Yeah, because her parents died, obviously. And and I like that they don't give, they didn't give that away in the first episode. They didn't give her backstory, they just are hinting at little things here and there with each of the characters. I was like, this is this guy, he's married to five kids. No, no, no. It's, no, they're it's, doing a character development, but in a subtle way. To where it's like, slow. You know, okay, I just met you. I'm not going to give you my life story. Get to know me a couple of, you know, minutes and all that stuff. And then, and, you know, see, like, a couple of hours later, then she starts to break down. It was like, yeah, you know, well, my parents died and everything else. I live with my sister. But, she's but totally- it was a gradual character background, but it was played right as far as uh, yeah. the episode was concerned. And she's totally in there. Yeah, she's thinking, oh, this is my prince. This is my prince come true. Hey, listen, I gotta go find out where I live, so I'll catch you later, okay? Bye. Yeah, but he's like, wait, I like you, come on. It's like, oh, shoot. On the other hand, what about the other guy? Otsuki. Oh, mister, she's into me. You have no idea. Dude. No, he's FZ. He has to be FZ. He's, he has you no think idea. he's FZ? He's probably, yeah. I'll go with FZ. He's friend zoned completely. But so we have this going on where it's you have them go to Japan. Also, big mysteries. You have Karos Monday incident, a mysterious event where ten missiles hit Japan, yet nobody died, and then another one happened where one missile hit and two people survived. And there were two two six year old kids. One was six, the other one was No, two six year old kids, one boy and one girl survived. Very weird, very mysterious. You have all this stuff going on, and then in the first episode you have the guy who sees, Oh, I can't wait to see what number nine is gonna do. So, you know, I think that's like it's a certain targeting zone, but it's like, okay, two kids. 
So did the rest of the plane have kids on board, or was it just they just happened to be the only two kids, and they targeted only the adults and not the kids? Specific targets for you know for missiles to drop on the ta- in, you know in Tokyo and not kill anybody? That's kind of unheard of in any kind of a war scenario. Something well, something's going on. We don't know what it is. We don't know. We have no idea who created the Cell South program. What does it deal with this? What does the bone the noblesse oblique mean? And also, what is the deal? Where is this all going? And why? Why? As I said, did Akira wipe his memory? And what's he hiding from? And we can't tell you because I didn't get too far into that. And also, why, when he got into his apartment, was it filled with guns and God knows what else? And a bunch of a uh, bunch of passports. Yeah, so I guess you get the thought, you know, the mind going as far as, okay, are you an assassin? Are you a hitman? Are you just a big avid gun collector? What's going on here? I don't think he's a gun collector. No. Substance. It's just one of those things where, you know, he's a sli- It seems like he's a sleeper. Because it's like, you know, usually sleepers don't... In real-world scenarios, sleepers, what they are, they're people that are planning in countries... And, you know, they're just doing their everyday thing, you know, blah, 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 mind your own business, you know, I'll go shopping at Walmart, whatever kind of deal. All of a sudden, they get a phone call, get a code, and next thing you know, they're triggered, and they start doing damage. Mm-hmm. That's possible. It could be a sleeper, but I don't know. I think, I, I don't know. Well, we'll see. You know, it's, it, you know, it's, it can be lots of many things. You know, gun collector, I think, is out of the question, though, but it still perks my interest to see what else is going to happen. Now, the animation is really good. It's a mixture of cell shading and CG. Mm-hmm. It's done really well. Yes, Music is. is really good. The one issue, of course, is for those of you who don't know, the actual original opening in uh, Japan for the for the series was Oasis's Falling Down, but because of licensing rights, they had to make up this new song, which, honestly, it's kind of sci-fi, very reminiscent to, like, Ghost in the Shell, but yeah, basically, it if you were to watch the episode, like, watch episode one, be happy with that opening with Oasis. You get to episode two, just bypass the intro, because it makes absolutely no sense. I mean, it's, Japan covered it up as best they could because of license issues, like you said, but it just did not fit the motif. I mean, if they're going to do it with Japanese music, which is cool, they should have done it a little bit more mellow, kind of like what Oasis did. You don't have to do up, like, perky up, happy, happy, joy, joy song. Just keep it mellow, simple to the point. It works the way it is, I think. Eh. Now, voice actors, Lee Clark and Jason Liebreich as the two mains, I think, worked. I've heard both versions. You've only heard the dub. What mm-hmm. do you think about how they sounded? You think they worked? They didn't work? Yeah, they did, fu- they did kind of work out for the uh, character. Jason did a great job playing Akira and... Leah did definitely. I mean, I liked her as Saki, so well, there's no complaints on that for me. I think she works a little bit too bubbly. I think because well, you know what it is. She's like I said in the, earlier, is that she's more naive. So you got that bubbly personality aspect, but it's not complete ditzy bubbly. It's more like you know, no, like she I did. want the world to be sunshine and roses. However, I know in the reality because there's certain key scenes like when she gets when they get back to Tokyo and she's looking out the window and she sees the craters and all that stuff that her bubbly mentality starts to get serious, and it's like, okay, you know this girl's got some intelligence. She's a 20, almost like 23-year-old, 24-year-old yeah. girl. And, you know, she wants everything to be, like I said, all ro- sunshine and roses. But she understands the reality, especially when you come back to your home country, and, you know, 10 missiles are dropped there, and it's like, they hear the thing, it's like, wait a minute, one of them actually killed people? Well, the 10 missiles were from the year before. Right, the year before. The 11th missile was... Yeah, no, she's, no, in fact, I remember she said that. It's no, like, you know, November... Including this one. Yeah. It's like, and this one killed people. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's... 
Which to me is like that's kind of a like that kind of caught my attention because it's like that's disturbing. Oh, the eleventh missile, you know, the tenth missile, eleventh missile uh, killed some people. It's like okay, uh, so something. Well, it makes you wonder. Well, what, what about one through ten? Well, one through ten, they said there no no one was hurt. And it was exactly. Last Monday, November twenty second. This is like six months later. So something happened in that point. Right, but the reaction that she gave, she was just like, you know, huh? I'm surprised that it actually killed people. No, no emotion. That's what I'm talking about. Which it wasn't a, like a shock emotion of, oh my god, ten people died, and it was like, wow, ten people died. That's weird. It's a little failing on her voice acting part. Like Sayori uh, Hayami, who does the Japanese voice actress for her, she doesn't. She doesn't play bubbly. She does more like timid. Right. Which I think which works for the character. But this is a nice addition to it because and only issue I have with Jason Liebright is he throws in these jokes, which are probably just the the writer for the dub did. You know, like, bringing mm-hmm. up the I showed my Johnny! And I'm like... Ooh. It was... You know what it was? It's funny, but it's like... Eh. It was unexpectedly funny. It was kind of like, okay, that was left field, but you gotta chuckle, because it's actually yeah. kind of funny. It's, it's clever, but I don't know. It just kind of... You know, what, should it have been in there or not? Yeah, that's a, a... But you know what? The reaction, the, the drawn reaction, it did fit. So yeah. I can see where it came it from. It did. But still, him flashing the flash the cop is like, here you go. Hey, you want proof? Here you go. Have a nice day. Okay. Thank God it was warm in here. Yeah. Well, that took away the stereotype. Um, yep. So overall, I like the show. I think it's one of the better shows in the last couple times. Definitely a cool set-in series. It's a really good show. It's inventive. It's very different. It's not a typical shonen action series. It's not a sci-fi series. It's something different. It's developed, and it's a show which you could show other people. See, this one, like, like, Zan, uh, shut off the, uh, subtitles for me in, uh, Japanese audio, because I, uh, I'm not gonna say I suffered through the last couple, uh, you know, I powered through the last couple, I'm not, like I said, a big subtitle fan, but now, this one actually piques my interest to see the difference in dialogue from American to Japanese with the subtitles being there, to see what they're really saying to each other. So that does kind of put an interesting uh, sense for me. So I saw the first two episodes in English. I'd like to see it later on as far as what is said in, Jap- in Japanese. And Would you like to see where the show goes? Yeah, I definitely... It's, it's piqued my interest, and uh, I would like to continue seeing this, yes. And if I had the money, I'd totally buy the phone. Oh, Jesus Christ. How much is that? Like a $500 phone? A $1,000 phone? Like a thousand, they only made it. It was limited run, 2500 It's like $500, but it, uh, the phone flipped up. And it didn't have a lot of the other stuff. It was kind of... Yeah, but it was kind of cool with the bottom. I don't, you got to see it for yourself. Well, Japan has the thing where you put the bus card on the bottom, where you put the credit card just to the scan. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, that's been around for a while. A couple now. years now. I wish you could do it with the phone, though. you just be like... Boop. Well, in a sense, you can because of the barcodes. And, like, you ever see, it, like, when you buy products and everything else, they have a little bar, like a barcode on it? Yeah. You supposedly can't do it with, like that nowadays. But it's like, you know, you got to use a scan gun to do what you got to do. Yeah. But still, it's pretty cool. The show is very cool. And now compared to our other conspiracy theory show, you like this one better. A lot better, you said. I like this one. It's definitely piqued my interest. I like the fact that it's current time as opposed to, like, futuristic times or way in the, like past uh Well, this is in our lifetime. I think it was, like, 2026 this is. So it's not that, that far in the future. No, it's not that far in the future. But they mentioned, they do, like, references... I don't know, because, like, 2026, 
Yeah, this takes place twenty like twenty. Hold on, let me get the exact date for it. It is in the it's in the okay. near future. It's okay because it was published in two thousand nine. Okay, the sh- the, the missile the missile took place in twenty. Oh, never mind. It's in two thousand eleven, but it was a year in the future from them. So okay, so it's kind of like a, a year in the future. Yeah, well, two thousand nine release, and it was supposed to be two thousand ten. Which so basically, if it was two thousand nine, it's a year ahead. Well, it's now a year we're in about three years back now. So it's kind of like they still keep it in modern, uh, yeah, like a modern state of uh, a plot. Yeah, and I appreciate that because it shows a little bit more realism. And they do bring up like they mention a lot of current events that occurred. They mention a lot of innuendos for movies and everything else. So the way this direction is going is pretty damn good. Yeah, it's a really good show. And now, would this be in your top three of the movie, the animes you've watched so far? Alright, remind me of the last two since I've heard that. Here's what, alright, in order. Sorry folks, old age. In order, we've done Space Dandy. We've done, we did Space Dandy. We did, uh, Psycho Pass, Inferno Cop, Ronda One Half, we did Attack on Titan, we did Kill La Kill, and, uh, this is Eden of the East. Alright, uh. So would this be in your top three? It would be in my top three, yes, definitely my top three. Okay, so what would your other two be? Oh jeez! I mean, because th- you did, you totally dug kick, Kill a Kill. I did, I did enjoy Kill a Kill. You like, you like Attack but on Titan. But you know what it is too? I do. Th- th- there's only one on that list. Like top three. I know yes. that there's only one. However, that you were the reason why against. it would be on the top three because this series takes it to a different level from the other series that we were watching. So, like I said, this is more of a real, like kind of like a realistic, modernistic, up to date kind of a scenario. Well, this is a seven series, definitely. Yeah. This is designed for adult. Right? And I like and I appreciate the way this is going. So it would be on the top three, but I mean, there's other ones based on the categories. I was like, well, I do like I do like Kill a Kill. I do like Inferno Cop. But they're totally, you know, yeah, they're all different. Well, Attack the, on that's Titan. trigger. So I, I can do like a number two, you know, Kill a Kill and uh, Inferno Cop. Attack on Titan. Um, it's weird. Spider-Man. <laughs> it's weird because Tiger Titan would be like my number two as well. Um, it's a tough call. It is tough. I mean, you know, minus the uh, one I did not like. I, I mean, like Space Dandy, I love. Kill a Kill, I love. Um, Final Cop, I love. East of Eden. Did I say it right this time? Yeah. I no. love. You know, I'm digging. And I'm liking. Uh. It's just a tough call right now. These have been a lot of good choices, minus one. No, they're all good choices. They're all very different and very intriguing. Oh, um, I like to say, uh, what was that? What's the one that I've been bashing? Psychopath. Psychopath. Okay. If you saw it in in dub, I think it would have been it would have made more sense. That's honestly the truth. All right, now I just want to say out there to everybody that when I did that review, I did get super harsh on it. Um. I can't change the way I feel about it. I'm not trying to insult anybody's intelligence as far as the show. If you like it, please, you know, continue. I'm not, you know, I really did go harsh on that. No, it's understandable, and the thing is... You know, but don't, now, don't let me influence your view on it. You're going to go out and check it out anyway. You know, I still, I'm going to stand by what I said. You know, there were some people that said, oh, you're a fucking idiot for saying what you said. Hey, you know what? I am a fucking idiot for saying what I said, but you know what? That's my fucking opinion. And this is a thing you are completely right to it. Now, some people said maybe we should have done the two-point, the two-episode in the beginning. We could have, but that wasn't the case. We were originally going to try that, but that didn't work out. So, 
You know what? Like, if we happen to go through that again and we do another review on that one, I'll see if I get that picked up, and you know, and I will give it another shot, and I will see where it goes from there. If I still feel strong and same about it, folks, sorry, you know, I'm glad you like it, but until I see otherwise, I stand for where I stand. But that was bad. bad. (laughs) Good, good show, fun, and now we have one more letter. Then we will officially start, and we are the letter N. No! Oh God, I'm not doing that. The fact that you did that gets get. I would throw the the. the hey, who's the one that did an episode? Uh, a new hope for a panel opening. That is my. Re- that is my loved, revenge. And everyone loved the panel. Everyone thought we were awesome. Yes, we but, yes, but that is my revenge. A new hope. And pants. Will you stop with the fucking pants already. Jesus Christ! Solomon Grundy, sell pants! Solomon Grundy, chew pants! Solomon Grundy, eat pants! Hey, I was not okay with it, a yet, and a Yeti, I spilled some of my pants and a fucking Yeti showed up. That was, no, that was Kaz that came up with the Yeti bit. And you know, ever since that fucking you guys mentioned that goddamn Yeti, there's been commercials with Yetis in them, there's been fucking reality shows on this, on the certain channels that have Yetis in them, there's murdering Yetis in Russia, come on, what's the fuck with the, whatever happened to good old fashioned Sasquatch? I do not know. But anyway, so... Because Loch Ness Monster no longer exists because they confirmed the truth. Gee, that hurt people's feelings. Well, they... You know... Well, they... Well, I'm still in search of it, though. They still have the, the other blog. Anyway, enough of this. Blah. So, lots of stuff. Craziness. Uh-oh. I see a... Full, no. A, no? Is, that's for when we start the... the we start. So, anyway, okay. Th- remember to check out our episode. Email us. Sandspocket.com. Or Facebook, Twitter... Go to our Indiegogo campaign. Oh, for Christ's sakes, man! Just freaking whip out a goddamn ragged trench coat and a tin cup! Hey, the- it's almost over. We only have a week left when this is released. We have a week left, so please help us hit our goal. We would appreciate it. Yes, because we'd like to entertain as much as we possibly can. Yeah, I sound like I'm fucking... Stuff. No, truth, people, this, you know, Zan's been doing this for a lot of years, and quite frankly, you know, he's diehard, passionate about it. He cares about you guys as well. And all we want to do is make a better product. So if you can help out in any way, shape, or form, please do. Every dollar does count. And you get some cool prizes if you go a little higher. And one more thing I want to throw in. If you are in the New York area and you do donate, I'm going to throw in a pass for one day for Comic-Con. No way. You're going to actually throw in a New York Comic-Con Pass for one Re- day. Regular pass for Saturday. For Saturday, that's the big one. That's usually the big one. Wow, that's, that's impressive. That's what you get. Now, are we talking regular just entry pass, or are we talking no entry pass? I'm not paying for VIP pass. If you pay, oh no, not VIP. You, you, you no. I can't even pay for VIP. If, if you donate six hundred dollars, I will. Pay, I will get you a VIP pass. If you donate six hundred dollars, you might as well get your own damn VIP pass. As along with all the other stuff, that's the deal. Uh, but that's a heck of a great offer there, you know. Hey, if you do a nice donation and you're in the New York, hey, why don't you make it even better? Expand to New Jersey. All right, New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut. Yeah, you will win. You will get a New York Comic Con pass. Sweet deal. Sweet. For sweet Saturday. Deal. Now Saturday. So it's like, oh, what about all, all four days? Mm, or no. Have you seen the way these tickets have been gone up in price lately? Yeah, enough said. Sorry. So I mean, hey, you never know. If you guys don't need to the Go-Go series, you know, Indiegogo, you never know, man. Maybe... 2015 New York Comic Con. 
You may get the four days. That hey. all depends on your contributions to Spargan.com. Yeah. So definitely remember igg.me forward slash at. Actually, you know what? I'm going to make a, a tiny URL and I'll put that in there. Fuck it. I'll make a tiny URL. And you, hey, hey, and if you do that, throw in a Spargan t-shirt. And they get all the Spargan. They're getting, that's the, the top prize. You spend a hundred bucks to get this. So that's the up the ante deal, folks. That's the up the deal. So you guys get it. Do it. Hurry up and you will win it. All right. Congo! <laughs> anyway, that's it. We're done. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We are out of here. We're Gonsville. Next episode will be at the letter N. And I have no idea what we're going to review. I mean, okay. we could do Ninja Scroll, but I don't want to do Oh, anything. God! I actually still have it on DVD. But I don't want to have any awkward situations like I had when I first saw it. So... And it's going to get awkward again, dude. We ain't going to lie. I think we're going to go with something else. Maybe Nanaka or Nana. Maybe Nana. I'm thinking we're going to do Nana. Good show. I'm thinking not. Maybe. Interesting. We'll see. Email us. Spark at We're awesome. We're Gonsville. Catch you next time.